welcome to the welcome, podcast. Welcome. Um, quick uh, bit of housekeeping, as the uh, receptionists tend to say. Ooh, uh, receptionist jargon. Strong yeah, start. Yeah. Or uh, even uh, secretary, maybe even. Um, uh, admin work. Yeah, admin that's work. Kind of that's like, kind of the new PC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're going to have some voicemails. If you want to call in, leave us a question or a topic, so anything like that. Anything noteworthy. The number, the number is 201-890-3433. We try, I tried to get as many threes in there, you know, because – Alan Iverson, the answer, because uh-huh. it's the, it's an answering machine, right? Right, and its nickname is it's the answer. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so you know, had to go with the two two uh, two hundred one area code, big Jersey Devils guys. Yeah, always putting on. We're gonna for pay the, respect for Dominic Hasek for Satan, the greatest goaltender <laughs> of all time. Dominic Ashik, devil great. Long-time yeah, goalie, de- devil. <laughs> he played there for years. Great. There's pretty much no other notable oh, goalies no. that ever played. <laughs> no, 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 no. You I'm, got it right. Yeah. It was Hashik. Hashik. <laughs> it was Hashik. They used to call him the Russian roulette because you never knew what you are going to get. All right. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's start <laughs> off with your uh, – you had something you wanted to say. Uh, yeah, well, um, you know, we, we covered the pre-Oscars. I think we should just do a little – post oscars and that um housekeeping yeah i mean all we really need to touch on is you know of course the big story of the night which is the gibson snub (laughs) the gibson snub fest i should say it's not only one stop i mean give the auteur his dues and give him best director that's the one we really we really thought he was gonna rake in no problem but i mean pay your respects to the heavy lies the crown yeah hashtag heavy lies the crown yeah Mad Mel at it again. Well, I guy, mean, the guy's a class act. You saw how well he 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 took to the 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 La, it was the La La Land director who won, correct? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was name was and the guy's just a Chev, kid. Chevy just a Chev, kid. His name was like Johnny Chevelle or something. Yeah, he was a good guy. Yeah, I mean, I mean, go, I mean, he's a young kid. Was he thir- barely thirty? This kid even thirty yeah. yet? He's already won best director. Kim was making many jokes about his age. And uh, I don't know if you saw it after Chevelle won, Gibson. I mean, kind of well, gave him. He gave him the as a proud mentor. Yeah. He gave him the nod. Right. And said, "Hey, good. Hey, good, kid. Good, good for you. you. Good for you. Good for you, kid. You earned this one. Yeah, Man, I'll get you next. I'll get you next year. Yeah. You know. Yo, I mean, guy's a class act. I mean, I don't think anyone in Hollywood has a bad thing to say about this guy. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, he's he, he runs with Hollywood's elite. And he looks good. Did you see how healthy he looked? Oh, he did look good. Silver Fox. Yup. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you one thing about that guy. You can just tell by even taking a passing glance on him. You don't even have to take a good look. You can just tell. You yeah. can just tell this guy is, is not yeah. taking any performance-enhancing yeah. drugs in the bedroom. Yeah. Despite his, his, <laughs> his 60-year-old age. And K- Kimmel made some some... You know, dig at him. Snide remark. That he's like, oh, you look good, Mel. I guess that Scientology thing's really working for you. First of all, Mel doesn't subscribe to Scientology. No. No. No, thank you. I mean, the guy made the passion of the Christ, for God's sake. (laughs) The guy's from Australia. He's an outlaw. He's an Aussie outlaw. Mad Mel, as they call him. Mad Mel at it again. There he goes. Mad Mel. Tearing it up. (laughs) Uh, uh, I will say Hacksaw by the Rich did win uh, two awards. I think it was like editing and some other bull crap. Yeah. But guess guess as as an auteur. As an auteur, he has his fingers in it. He has his fingers in every honey honey pot. Exactly. On set. Exactly. It all starts with him. Comes it, the orders it's come from that the top. Signature I, Gibson <laughs> feel that we've all come to love uh, from all, all of his directorial efforts. Apocalypto. Ever heard of uh, it? Spanish for apocalypse, people. In case you uh, aren't cultured like Mel, like uh, Mad Mel. All right. Um, and then second lead story. Um, I mean, there's obviously that stupid like uh, whatever happened with the the mix up at the end for La La Land. But there's also a side storyline about how wasted Gosling was upstage, laughing yeah. his head off. He didn't even. He, he was, was so giggling. he was so drunk he didn't even care. Yeah, at the he didn't it didn't set in. He, he was, was like, so drunk he was like he was up there like <laughs> typical, you know. <laughs> That's how drunk he was. He was letting it all hang out. 
And you got to and I and I respected him for it. Right. But now, I mean, he's kind of been into a tailspin since then. Right. I mean, we're kind of the celebrity conspiracy guys, but <laughs> in a way they're not conspiracies. I mean, they're definitely not facts per se. I don't want to go on record as to call this gospel, but you also <laughs> like in the same breath, you're going to want to take this to the bank. Gosling, he's kind of in a, in a what we call um, on a journey to rock bottom. <laughs> yeah. For, Destination rock bottom. For a guy like Gosling, it's going to take him a while to hit because, I mean, think about all the all of the gash that's going to want to take advantage Dude, of his drunken he's state. He's been noted of, about town. He's, he's been called a man about town, drunk on, on vodka in a water bottle. That's what he does. He stays. What, what you do have to pay for his respects with his alcoholism is he stays active. He gets right. out. Gets out in public. Old school water bottle. Old school water bottle, just slugging like back. Yeah. Um, trying to keep his image intact, but really as his as his alcoholism progresses, his image is kind of, you know, getting less and less manageable. Um, I mean, I I talked to someone who's talked to someone who talked to some of his, pre- like some of his people. His cir- inner circle. Inner circle, and they're... Um, he's in a hard way. He's in a bad way. <laughs> Uh, so right, let's get on. All right, we, and, I, I don't mean, want. Well, I don't want to. I don't want this to be um, accusatory. This is we're, we're we're hoping the guy gets help, and uh, we're kind of leading the pack in terms of getting Gosling help with our Twitter. We've actually converted our Twitter to a very Gosling centric. <laughs> Uh, vehicle out, but Gosling's alcoholism centric more than anything else. You can check that out at at Who Died Podcast, spelled with a K. And uh, it makes it easier when you spell it with a K because then you get to explain. Right, then you get to say spelled with a K. Okay. <laughs> it sticks in people's heads better. We've that's what analytics have taught us. Yeah, we if anything, that. and if our, we've learned anything from Moneyball, right? We know that <coughs> you need more K's and uh, or less. Well. A little bit of both. Our header name right now is Ryan Gosling equals drunk. Because like I said, we're trying to lead this fight. Uh, So speaking of Twitter, uh, my first topic that I wanted to get into is is Trump's recent Twitter tirade. And I'm not going to bore the listeners with trying to call, oh, he's on presidential. What's he doing on Twitter? I mean – that type of I mean, discourse is just like it's. I mean, it's 2017, it's, bro. It's uh, it's time to get, get with the tech age. Yeah, as they use uh, use the technology. Right. I mean, I don't. People wanna, are always getting on old folks for not using the right. technology. I got his back here. And if we start talking about oh, the president should be on Twitter, next thing you know, our listeners are going to be snoozing. B. Anthony. Next thing, no one's going to be on Twitter. So. But he's the, a, a taste But this, this recent Twitter tirade, as the media has has spun it, he he came onto Twitter and he accused Obama of wiretapping. Uh, I believe the direct quote was something along the lines of, uh, "You know, the Obama administration was wiretapping the election, McCarthyism." Accused him of being like, you know, McCarthyism. And then he came right back with another wiretapping tweet a couple minutes later being all like, oh, yo, is it is it legal for the president to wiretap uh, a potential president-elect? And then he was like, a new low. Uh, which, you know, he's become famous for these postscripts. You know, sad is one of his favorites. A new low. I like I like the McCarthyism. I like, I like unfair. But, I mean, where this is genius, a lot of people are thinking, like, oh, Trump's at it again. He's got no information to back this up. Yeah, you're right. He has no information. But guess what? Now, all of a sudden, there is a full-on investigation into Obama's potential wiretapping. So people are saying, like, this is, you know, this is backwards journalism. You're going to come in and say, you're, you're going to come in and provide this without any evidence? Well, guess what? It's springing on an investigation. What do you think about Trump's genius? Well, here? I've heard about wiretap gate as well. Yeah. It's probably it's a decent gate, you know. You know how things are called. Top 5 gate. Any controversies are gates, you know, you got the flake gate. Now we got wiretap gate. Mm-hmm. Um and then of course Watergate, which right. we all I don't 
What was there? It was something, something to do with the Hoover Dam. Yeah. Not letting enough contamination. Flow or Water contaminate. I don't really remember. I don't. That was a long time ago. No one really remembers. Right. But, uh, so wiretap gate. Right. It's kind of a, it's kind of a badass move, I, I think. Yeah. And then, of course, he, he comes in with a, a few, few minutes later with, uh, you know, disparaging Schwarzenegger's turn at The Apprentice saying he didn't quit, but he, he got canceled because of his horrible reviews, which, I mean, it's just Trump at it again, spinning, yeah. the, spinning the discourse away from wiretap gate to, <laughs> to let's get this foreigner off the, off the seat. And I mean, I think that that I like that move because I like to see the next celebrity apprentice be somebody that could be president. I like to think of that of that role as a direct feeder school, if you will, to the presidency. You become celebrity apprentice, <laughs> and then you're uh, fast tracked to the and White like, House. Yeah, that's the thing. Is it used to be like a senator or, a go- or well, it was a governor, but guess what? Guy wasn't born in the U.S. of A. No, no, no. He yeah, hold the, he can't hold. So he's like, what's you know? A lot of things are changing with Trump. I'm going to go ahead and take that celebrity president job. That's the new stepping stone. You know, right, right. It's not vice president anymore. It's not a senator. No, you're going to see a lot of politicians are not even going to be getting in. They're, they're not going to be sitting in the House or the Senate. They're going to be sitting on a TV set in Hollywood recording, or sorry, New York. Right. That's where they film it. As Duh. far as I know, Duh. big city. <laughs> a lot of business being conducted at any given time. It's a hub, commerce hub, and uh, they'll be they'll be there in the front lines, hosting a, hosting the Celebrity Apprentice. Next four years later, they're they're in the Oval Office. Boom, just like that Oval Office. If you could have anyone to hold Celebrity Apprentice, who would you choose? Nat for the next turn. I got I got someone in mind. Um, let me think. I would probably have to go with um, – I would go Danny Almonte probably. Ooh, I like that choice. Yep, I would go with Danny Almonte, I mean, former uh, uh, age uh, birth certificate frauder, fraudster. Yep. And um, he, was, he, was, he, was he – yeah, New York pitching great? I think sure. He's, I think he's from New York. Sure. I mean, more mostly known for his for his fraud. Well, his penchant for fraud, anyhow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you ask me, who I could, if I could tap somebody to be the next celeb apprentice, I'm going to go Mike Tyson, the scumbag boxer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, the first time I ever heard the term scumbag is my mother referring to Mike Tyson as a scumbag. So to you, He's when you when, when, when you I think when you, you know, when you I ever, when you hear scumbag. Anywhere you think Tyson. Tyson. Yeah. I'm not talking about the poultry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I mean, the reason I choose Tyson, a couple reasons. I'd love to see Tyson in all of his speech, speech impediment glory disparaging other celebs on their business acumen. Yeah. <laughs> that, that would be a, a hoot. That would be a treat. And he's a – Iron Mike. And he's got a good shot at president because – what we've learned is you can have discretions and become president. You just need a wide array of them. It confuses the people. If you have just one discretion, they're going to jump on that. But if you've got a lot of them popping up like old Trump boy, you can confuse everyone because everyone can be like, which discretion are we upset about? I can't remember. And by the time you're elected, everyone's calling it fake news or something like that. Well, so Tyson would clearly be the heir to the throne in yeah. come 2020. Right. He's going to slug the competition. And they used to call him Iron Mike. Right. And I'm confident he would rule with an iron fist because yeah. he's a boxer. He 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 has his fists are practically iron. Right. And he would have no trouble slamming those down on the table and calling for people's exactly. people's uh heads. And everyone knows what's the one thing that can break through iron. It's iron. Iron. So he's gonna take that iron fist and he's gonna punch it into that iron curtain <laughs> that they put up and that the uh, the Reds have put up. All the commies. He's gonna punch right through that <laughs> communist curtain with a fistful of freedom. And believe you me, uh, long live just, Tyson. Long, Tyson has no deficiency in the iron area. No, no, sir. <laughs> he is he is iron sufficient. He doesn't even <laughs> take supplements in his. He has a surplus of iron. It's like if when anything, he, it's when, an he, I, when he pees, it has a metallic yeah, tint to it. Exactly. If anything, it's doctors have tried to talk to him about it, but he yeah. won't have it's. He's like, yo, he's all I'm like, iron get, stop, stop talking about my liquid metal pee. Ooh, that's pretty good. Yeah, right? I didn't like that. I wish we would have whipped that out earlier. My liquid metal pee. I pee mercury, son. Sorry. <laughs> 
That's pretty good. Yeah. I didn't know you had that. Yeah, I got it. I got a good lisp. There you go. I got an impromptu lisp. So, uh, what do you got for, for a topic here? Oh, I got tons. Tons and tons. Lots of good stuff? Yeah. Um, yo, get this. The presidential salary, do you hear Trump turned it down? Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a very... Ve- it's a pittance. It's 400 grand. Yeah. He doesn't get out of bed for that. <laughs> I mean, come on. Like, he was like, just have somebody else pay me more and pretend that's it. What I would do, I would ask for it all $2 bills as an homage to uh, Jefferson. Yep. <laughs> I think he's on the two, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Jefferson. Uh, Jefferson, he's on the two. He's on the <laughs> – hold on. Who's on the $2 bill? It's Jefferson. Are you? Are we sure? Um, I'm like 80% Yep, sure. it is. Tommy Jefferson. As an homage, you know, to T. Jeff and the Monticello. I'm sure you love the Monticello. Yeah. What's not to love? As a little aside. The I, name. I saw you – You love the name, some, don't you? I saw you doing some research on Jefferson there. And uh, – if I'm not mistaken, I think the first the first thing I saw you type in there is Robert Jefferson. Care to elaborate on that? Uh, a little bit of a brain fart. Oh, as they say. Let's do. Let's, let's who, find out who Robert Jefferson is. He's probably a great American. All right, the first one. He's got his own website, RoeJefferson.com. A little free, a little free publicity for. Here him. you go, Ro Jeff. He's, he does psychotherapy for couples in, counseling is for special. individuals, couples, and families. Oh wow! He does it all. Group. Dude. He's a group guy. He's a group guy. He's not comfortable one on one. He likes doing things behind closed doors. If you know what I mean. Sure, under the table, keeping them private. All right, I've I've, I've had enough of Rojo. Let's or Ro Jeff. Let's move on to. Um, what was the oh the two you no anyway so I, I didn't, would I didn't have two dollar bills and then I would like take I would I'd be like yo. I would buy if I was president. I'd probably load it, so I just buy Goodyear and get up in the blimp, Ooh. and I would just trounce around in that blimp, going from like oh big event to big event, and just I'm sure they have multiple blimps. I wouldn't have to take the same blimp everywhere. No. Uh, I would just go around, get up in the blimp, and start throwing two dollar bills everywhere. Yeah. Hindenburg, two hundred thousand two dollar bills. That's a lot. Yeah, a lot of weight. Hindenburg, more like Hinden. <laughs> More like Hin- it rain. Hinden, Hinden, uh, Hinden windfall. Yeah. Or Windenfall. Wind- <laughs> yeah, Windenburg. As in windfall. As in as an epic wind for and the I would do American it. public. I would do it in Chicago, mostly. Chi Town. The Windy City. Uh-huh. For the ultimate windfall. For the ultimate <laughs> epic wind. And hopefully the wind would take them like away from the stadium and it would kind of turn into like a gold rush scenario. Ooh. Like in, in the parking lot, you know? Manifest destiny, baby. Gotta get them west somehow. Gotta get the riots going. Get a nice westward wind coming in. and There, are, there haven't been enough riots. Populate the country. Populate do you think country. anyone, do you think people would protest the $2 bill windfall? Hopefully. Or else what are you of the Of the big deal, of the big idea of presidency? <laughs> yeah. They're going to protest that on your ass? Me and my running mate, Danny Almonte. So, yeah, you're going to take you're going to take that presidential salary and you're going to give it back to the people. What would you do with it? That my 400K if I was president? Uh, I know. I'll tell you what I would do with it. I would pay my dues at my country clubs. Just get that taken care of. <laughs> Yeah, right. that off right yeah there. just get that get, yeah, that, get yeah. that off my list. That's kind of the that's kind of the perfect amount for pre- that's kind of like what it's for. I'm guessing. Yeah, you're probably supposed to allocate that for country club. The country, like, yeah, yeah. Like get the that might be make sure you're, make like sure you're hitting your limit. One you're, really nice make, one, make sure you're decent. make sure you're making the minimums. Like send yeah. some secret service guys down there. Make Treat them. Make them. Treat hit, them. <laughs> make them hit the because minimum. If, hey, if, if nobody eats it, you you lose it. If you don't use it, you lose it. You pay it anyway. Let's let the Secret Service eat well for for a few days. <laughs> All right, um, moving right along, I got a I got a topic for you. It's more it's a question it's a questionnaire, and it's late on me, asshole. It's, it's 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 a new segment. I don't know that it'll be weekly, but it, it'll probably be repeat. It's a little segment called "Who'd You Rather Be Boys With." And for this for this week's, uh, we're gonna start. Uh, we're gonna do two two pairs. The first pair we're gonna I'm gonna hit you with. In the who would you rather be boys with? Is gonna be 
Derek Jeter or Christian Bale? Ooh, that's kind of a tough one. Yeah. I knew you'd have trouble with that one. I think... Hold on. I, is Bale sober? That's kind of a big... <laughs> uh, I'll let you decide. His Can I go... of intoxication. Let's see. Sober. Christian Bale sober. He's an Aussie. No, he's a Scot. No, he's a, no, he's Welsh, I think. Yeah. I mean, he's an Aussie, but... He's happy and sober. See, uh, that's kind of a no-go for me. I'm going to have to go Derek Jeter. Even Despite, I don't think Derek Jeter is that much fun to go out with. Because he, he may be in his heyday. But I think I, I think I would be kind of a guilty by association type situation for me. I wouldn't really, like, just being around Jeter, I would kind of get some of the runoff. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I assume Jeter's kind of like one of those guys who's at the bar. It's like, and they're just like, I'm going up talking to, like, find a chick and I'm leaving type type guy. He's, he's not, not he's not lollygagging. Yeah. He's not hobnobbing He's around. not the last one standing at the yeah, bar. Yeah, he's not dropping a lot of, but what I would do is I would just, I, I would, like, he'd book a table at a club and then I'd kind of hang around and be like, I'm at Jeter's table. What's up? Yeah. And then, like, I mean, you're boys with, the question is, who'd you rather be boys with? So you're boys with him. You're as yeah. much boys as Plus, I get season text to the Yanks. Oh, yeah. A lot of perks. Luxury box. Luxury box. Um, Maybe he'll let you suck them off. Hope, if I'm lucky. Taste that. It, it, <laughs> <you're cock. laughs> All right, who's your pick, asshole? Uh, out of those two, I mean, you know, I hate the Yankees. But even if putting that bias aside, I'm going to pick Bale, even if he's Cold Stone sober. Because... Number one, he's a method actor, so all I got to do is convince him to take a role as a booze bag, and he's he's right he's back on. Again. Yeah, he's right back on the stuff. And uh, number two, I would love to be on set with him and like try to like like put people up to like walking in his shot and stuff, and like like getting in his way to try to like instigate another famous tirade. Because I love that tirade. I listen to that thing once a month where he's like, he's like, oh, good for you. He goes on t- on a tirade? You have, you've heard it. You've no, I it. haven't. Um, this, I mean, it's epic. It's audio only, but even that is great. The best ones always are. Oh, the best ones always he's are. Always all like, oh, you're supposed to be a fucking professional. Who's he going on the tirade at? Like some camera guy, some <laughs> some light guy or something <laughs> that walked in his shot. I mean, it's, it's gold. And he's all like, oh, good for you. The guy's a pro. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to piss him off, but when you do, it makes for awesome entertainment. All right, moving on to the next pair of Who Would You Rather Be Boys. Now, this is a catch-22 in the sense that you're not going to want to be boys with either of these characters. They're unsavory, to say the least. Unseemly. Uh, And that's going to be famous dictators of World War II. That's the category. (laughs) The the the, the axis of evil. No, no. What were they? Weren't they just the axis? Yeah, yeah, it was the axis of evil. But I thought that was a made up thing that Bushwick came up with. The axis of evil. And I mean, that's axis versus the allies. Right, but I mean, we they. I don't think they referred to themselves as the axis of evil, but we sure called them that a fair bit. The axis powers. Italy was axis power Musso, but he's not. He didn't make the list. Musso came short. Uh, I'm going Stalin or, or Adolf Hitler. Isn't it kind of curious that, you know that, like, Hollywood show called Access? It's yeah. It's kind of curious that they named it that. Are Access? They, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, are they, is that some sort of propaganda? Yeah. What's going on there? Is, did Putin come up with, produce that show? Perhaps. Yeah. I wouldn't put it past him. I mean, Sorry, I, that was I've a little, little been, side I've note. always been an extra guy myself. Access Hollywood? It's kind of like is is Hollywood trying to assemble a, a, a World War Three power and a World War Three esque power. power? I've heard they're at least they've gotten some jackhammers. They're trying to push California away, at least Southern California, away from the rest of the continent. Get a little island going. Oh, go hang with Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Cool. Hawaii's in on it. Uh, Aloha. <laughs> I mean, connect the dots. Yeah. All right, what's your pick? You want me to go first? Yeah, you go first. Oh, God. Well, I mean, I've, I've obviously, I'm tempted to pick Stalin just so I can call him Brosif Stalin. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, 
if I have to be friends with one of these cats, I mean, let, let me keep in mind that, you know, I'm going to be doing it. I'm going to be speaking out of both sides of my mouth. Like, I'm going to be telling them I'm friends. But, of course, I, I don't want to be friends with either of these guys. So, I'm going to go Adolf just, just to pick his brain. Just to get, like, to be able to step inside that crazy, you know? To be like, yo, yo, Addy, uh... And you're hoping, because everyone says he's gay, you're hoping he pulls you in for a little threesome no, action with, Eve, with the beautiful Eva Braun. Oh, don't put that. I mean, I part of part of why I chose him, fringe benefit, I get to show with a young, beautiful Eva Braun. <laughs> but really, I just want to, I want to pick his brain, step inside the brain of a maniac, you know, talk mind comp with him, uh, you know, ask, ask him about some of the more notable. Maybe ask, ask him about the U-boats. Yeah. What's and, up with those U-boats, and dude? All, like the alleged, How'd you come up with that? I the U-boats. There was also, I learned on the History Channel, they, they were this close to discovering time travel. And they, they had this bell-shaped time traveling device called Diglockin. Look it up. It's a real thing. And the thing about Diglockin is it was, it was, the, the technology was right there. The tech was right there. <laughs> Diglokin. Ahead of its time. Diglokin, what is it? It's a bell-shaped time-traveling <laughs> device. <laughs> Glokin means the bell, naturally, in, in German. Diglokin. I mean, look into this thing. This It's fascinating. All right, so my I'll go. My pick. I'm going to go. I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Cool. I want to be boys with Stalin. Ooh, brosive. To Stalin. He's a big, big fan of Lenin. You know, yeah. until until Yoko Ono came around, oh, ruined that, there, yeah. ruined that for him. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, he was also he liked Marx. I don't know what the Karl Marx, Communist Manifesto. Ever yeah. heard of it? Or maybe that might have been Lenin. Eh. I don't know. I'm not much. Of, I'm not much of a Beatles fan. But yeah. Yeah. Sure. Anyhow, who's uh, back to vodka guy? And plus, like, I'm just gonna go with the guy that killed. Him. Like, if I'm gonna, if I have to pick between two dick, I'm gonna go with the the, the more uh, the guy who's killed more people. He's stacked higher body. The, count. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, in the streets, like, if he was in the streets, he would earn he would earn more clout and respect. Like, if he was like, if him and Hitler were <laughs> or rival drug dealers, people would opt to work for Stalin mm. just because it was pure body count. But Hitler didn't kill his own people. So wouldn't it be more tempting to work for him? Yeah, but that even shows that he's loose. He can. He can. He. You. You don't know what he's going to do. This guy's dangerous. Too afraid not to work. Yeah. Ex- yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, okay. He. He leans on you a little bit. You're gonna cave. You're gonna cave like, like a Russian, like, like a like the Bolshevik regime. <laughs> uh. All right. What, what? And he's got a better, fuller mustache. Way thicker stash. More fashionable stash. <laughs> More fascist to ball too. Oh, <laughs> oh, you know, there's a little BB. I have a little BBC article up, <laughs> and it says Joseph Stalin: colon, national hero or cold-blooded murderer. I'm gonna have to go with cold-blooded murderer on that yeah. one. Yeah, I thought maybe you were gonna do a spin of like, guess what? It's both. But ah. and hey, also this Stalin's name translates to man of steel. Superman, I, I, hey, I got an, I got an idea for the next Superman movie. Make him a a brutal killer of his own people. <laughs> Clark Kent's at it again. Oh no, being there he a goes. being a mass murdering dictator. Yep, and he's using his superpowers for bad. He's not good. good. Not good. He's using his powers this time. This time, he's using his powers for bad, which is not good. Which is very unsuper of him. <laughs> It is no, it's still super. I guess he's more of a super villain. Ah, in this, it's very unheroic of him, I should say. Um, all right, well, you're you're up. I'm up on the topics. Um, hmm. Oh, let's talk. Uh, today in history, new new segment. New segment today oh, in, this history. Day in history. This day in history, March seventh, cool. uh, Tuesday, March seventh. The seventh. Guess March. what happened today? What? Guess who died? I don't know. Tell, tell me. The auteur Stanley 
Kubrick. Ooh. Ever heard of him? True auteur. He's come up with greats such as uh, that Moon Landing movie. 2001. 2001. Um, ahead of its time. Way ahead of its time. I think it came out in the 90s. So. Yeah. Way ahead of its time. I mean, it was a posthumous <laughs> release. <laughs> he died in 99 and two years later, boom, Space Odyssey. Didn't see that one. Yeah. <laughs> He's the he's the uh, he's the author of such great films as Eyes Wide Shut and uh, Clockwork Orange. Well, not the author of Clockwork Orange, but the auteur of Clockwork Orange. Yeah, but he basically he kind of made it what it was. Yeah, well, he changed a lot. Yeah, he changed a lot. Not unlike The Shining, another novel. He <laughs> he told that pussy Stephen King to kick rocks. He, he told him to get off my set. Yeah. He said, go. Hey, go. I'll tell you what. Mel would have done the same thing. Yeah. Get off my set, asshole. <laughs> I'm working here. Just, hey, I'm working here. Like Mel probably would have told the apostles that if they were trying to chirp him about the passion. He'd say, get off my set, assholes. Yeah. I respect Mel. Getting off topic a little bit. I respect <laughs> Mel for uh, for really going with the passion project. Oh, you know, I mean, he made a good yeah, of a, hey, hey, just because he made a little bit of coin on his passion project doesn't mean it wasn't a passion project, you know. It's in the name. Yeah. It's a titular passion project. So I want to talk about Eyes Wide Shut. Great film. Um, it's probably my go-to Christmas film, like around holiday season. It's festive. Always throw Very it on. Festive. It's fun for the whole family. Yes, family movie. It's a family movie is what it is. <laughs> yeah. And you have the likes you ha- it's a star-studded cast. Yeah. I don't have to tell you that. Right. But uh it's got Nicole the Kidman and T Cruz himself. Kidman another great Aussie. D- she's Aussie? Oh yeah. No, I think she's Anglo-Saxon. <laughs> she's from Australia. They are most, not- most Australians are Anglo-Saxon. It's a prison colony for the the English. You know that, right? <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> you know that, right? Australia? Prison colony. They, they got a penchant for hey, crime. They, they, they should have called they should have named it Pennsylvania. They sh- you know? Well, <laughs> oh, yeah, like yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. That goddamn fucking peace pacifist bitch ass William Penn screwed that up for them. Didn't what a, he? What a jerk. What a fucking jerk. Huh? Show some respect to the land down under. To the to the Aussies, to the Kiwis, which are... They call it the land down under, and you know why? Because of the burgeoning crime underworld. Yeah, it's the underbelly of the English world, of the English Empire. The sun never sets on the English Empire, because what, it never even rises. And they... I'm down under, because it's... And they got seedy. And they got a great navy, so they're sailing. They sail pretty fast. They stay... The, they, the, sail they sail fast. They sail. They sail as fast as the Earth turns. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they, the sun never sets on them. Right, the Redcoats or the English Empire. Um, so any any comment on Eyes Wide Shut and the Kid Man? Uh, I mean we we touched we touched on it last week. Um, it's unfortunate that she wasn't in the masquerades, or was she? Tune in last week to learn about how she actually was. But uh, my favorite part of, of Eyes Wide Shut is when that that hooker ODs. Because, like, they're all laughing about it. <laughs> they're all yucking it up. Yeah, they're all like, this is no big deal. This thing hey, oh. A little too much. Yeah, she's she's doing all right. It's a lot like that scene in Boogie Nights where the, where the, where the girl ODs and they just the carry where, her out. You're talking about the part where Wahlberg whips his cock out? Yeah. <laughs> and Wahlberg's, he's just thinking, oh, man, thank God I got he's this He's all like, I'm a star. I'm a star. Yeah. yeah. But he's really talking about that dead hooker er, from yeah. Eyes Wide Shut. <laughs> That part always cracks me up. That's how I know it's a holiday favorite. <laughs> it's it's snowing on her nervous system today, boys. You know, Get it? Cocaine reverence. Yeah. Get it? Because she's doing cocaine in the bathroom. Yeah. OD. And now her nervous system's shutting down. Dude, it also kind of it's also kind of like uh, that part in Almost Famous. Where she's just like, oh, I'm gonna eat a handful of quaaludes. Teach, yeah. teach, teach the rock stars who boss. That'll show them. Yeah. Hey, that'll show them. Yo, how about all that I gotta part? do is eat a handful of pills and OD. That that'll part, show them. That part in Almost Famous where she's ODing and the kid is such a perv. Yeah, he's still he's still lying in her eyes. Who can blame him? Adolescence. We've all been there. Yeah. in the in a room with a passed out uh, Kate Hudson groping her. 
for shits hey, and for, got, shits and ga- for shits and gigs. In that. We've all been there. <laughs> Groping her. <laughs> yeah, we've all been there. <laughs> if anything, if Donald Trump's taught us anything, is that a scene like that is is it's the it's, way of it, the world, and it's okay. <laughs> In the words of Michael into- Jackson, are you okay? Annie? It's a okay. Yep. Uh. Oh, and also, Kid Kidman, Kidman goes uh, goes full birthday suit in that, revealing yeah. her scantily scantily clad body in her prime too. Primo, primo, no, primo, yeah. puss job. She did that so she could always have. The ability to gawk at her primo puss. Dude, what I'm impressed about, I'm, what I'm most impressed about uh, Nicole Kidman is the fact that she was able to get married. Because I don't know if you know this, but uh, in most states, Kidman marriages are forbidden. Oh. <laughs> Even prohibited. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there she goes, the old Kidman couple. I mean, I don't want to say it, but That's... she may have... Let's just say she she likes to rob the cradle every now and again. Yeah, not a, any good Aussie does. You've seen Mel's new girl, and uh, what her husband is? What's his? What's her? Keith Urban. That's her. I don't know. It's something Urban. Ah, it's kind of ironic country singer name. Yeah, Keith Urban. Minnesota. <laughs> All right, um, well, uh, and then also Clockwork Orange. Let's not forget that Kubrick, great. I mean, maybe my favorite movie of all time. I only, I only watch it for the part when they pull his eyes open. Oh, you like to see young Malcolm McDowell struggle. Also, Malcolm McDowell is kind of great in the Kutcher film, My Boss's Daughter, classic airplane movie. If you know it, it yeah. uh, if you, uh, if you've seen Comedy Central, if you've seen that movie any, anywhere but on an airplane. What about? I think I've seen it at least a half dozen times on an airplane. I've seen it on an airplane my fair share as well, but I've also <laughs> I've also uh, watched on Comedy Central past one a.m. My I mean Kutcher and McDowell, a match made in actor heaven. They did it again. They did it again. <laughs> they would have a they sequel. They did it again, homie. They would have had a sequel if, uh, who is it? Isn't that Brittany Murphy? Or no, it's Amy Smart. If Amy Smart didn't get so. Get too big for her. Bridges. Yeah, get so cocky after a road trip. <laughs> after a road trip. And she, thought she, Providence. Was, she thought she was, she was better than fucking, uh, fucking Coocher. Kucher TV actor now. Tough break. Uh, all right. You want to move into uh, our, our, our weekly? Because he has wife's the breadwinner. She does those dope whiskey commercials. Oh, yeah. Those all all Kucher does is get up in front of Congress and complain. Yeah. That's, that's, his, that's his ultimate acting gig now. He gets up in front of Congress those, and, he, and, he, and, he, and, he, and he complains about things. Those Kunis commercials make me want to wet my whistle, and I'm not talking about my mouth. If you know what I mean, I'm talking about um. All right, so for what men do this week, it's very simple. It's just as a man, reserve yourself to hooking up with any girl that you find hot enough to fuck. So basically, if you can get it up, throw it in her. Let your standards be as low as they possibly can be, because honestly, you're doing yourself. And I know you, I know you can attest to this. You're doing yourself a major disservice by raising your standards, puss wise. You're real. You're, what you're doing is you're boxing yourself out of a lot of potential puss. Now, unfortunately, I fell into this this, <laughs> this self subterfuge of sorts. This, you know, I've fallen into this trap, this cage. I'm, this yeah. prison, and despite all my rage, I can't get my cock out this cage. Uh, but I have my New Year's resolution this year is bang uglier chicks, and I've I'm, gl- I'm glad you're so punctual on your uh, New Year's resol- resolution. I mean, I made it February fifth. <laughs> all right, I was yeah. pretty punctual with it. Yeah, uh, but I actually. In order to do this, I've developed this this scheme for conditioning. It's classical conditioning. Uh, if, to get, be very so to be 
Are you are you doing self psychotherapy? Is that yeah? Right? Okay. Well, well self conditioning. Electrotherapy. You're doing any electrotherapy? No, it's, it's actually pretty. It's pretty simple, and I'll explain my method. It's ingenious in its simplicity, but also in its effective nature. So it's just genius all the way around. Uh, so what I do is all right. So let me let me let me frame it to you this way. Right. Jesus, that was hilarious. Uh, so you're you're watching pornography, right? And you're going to town on yourself, and uh uh-oh, you're about to climax. And what comes on screen? A dude. And now, in the words of JGL's Don John, when this happens, it's nobody's fault. (laughs) Hey, come on. When this... Come on. When when this happens, it's nobody's fault, but it still sucks. You You know what I'm talking about. You're about to come, you see a dude. And whenever that happens, I, I say to myself, all right, God, that's unfortunate that happened. Nothing I could have done. But if that happens about 10 more times in a row, I'll probably end up gay. If I, I mean, if I keep seeing dudes as I come, I'm, I, I'm putting on myself a fast track to homosexuality. And you've got to take extra care to not let it happen within your next few sessions. So what I'm doing is I'm masturbating to my normal stuff, you know, very seedy, very gross, <laughs> niche market stuff that I that it takes Under, for me to get underground, off of this. Dark web, underground yeah, stuff. I don't want to go dark web. That has, a, that has a, an underage connotation to it. That's not where I mean. My stuff is dark, but in, in a different way, in a much more progressive way. But so, yeah, I'm jerking off to my typical stuff. But this, now when I... When I come to climax, at that moment of climax, boom, I put up a picture of like a fat chick or something. And I'm slowly conditioning <laughs> my brain to see to see fat chicks at this at the moment of pure orgasmic pleasure. And it's slowly conditioning my brain. I haven't started yet, but one will only assume my theory is that this will slowly condition my brain to lower my standards and enter me into the the untapped bountiful in more than one way world of banging fat chicks so i want to get back to the you know like when you're jerking off and uh you you, a male a male pops in pops in and or even even when you're having sex with a a nice young lady (laughs) (laughs) Um, sometimes a male might pop Uh, i have a big intruder i have a lot of i have a lot of trouble with this yeah because my room is plastered with lethal weapon posters. So I'll be banging a girl, and all of a sudden I just lock eyes with Mel or... Or, or, or his, Donnie Glover. Or, yeah, or Donnie, or his counterpart, Donnie Glover, who's also not a not not a sight for sore eyes. No. And, uh, Fine chocolate and then I, I find myself almost mesmerized by it, and I can't focus, and, you know, I can't, I can't, fin- I can't yeah. fin- finish, I can't re- release. Right, yeah. I mean, you have, everyone knows you've got one through four posterized. Yeah, and, and I have a couple alternative. And, and I have dupe. I have duplicates. Yeah. I have a, probably and two action shots. At least two and a half, three dozen posters I mean, in my you, room. I'm, I, for what I know, you keep a Google alert on all posters. Oh yeah. <laughs> Anytime a lethal weapon uh, comes in, you like a different size, even yeah. Mentions. Oh, like a frameable. It. Maybe a. Uh, I'm always out, out on the lookout for signed ones. Yeah. Maybe a little blood. Sometimes Gibson's been known after Braveheart. He's been known to sign his name in his own blood for a while. Also, those are those are the tough gets. Also, uh, quick up, quick fix. It's Danny Glover. Donald Glover is also known as um, uh, Childish Cambino. Yeah. He's not. He is not. I do not want to put him next to he is Danny not, Glover. He, he is not mature. He doesn't hold a candle to Danny Glover. He's, he may be a gangster, but he's immature. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. It he's a right. childish. <laughs> yeah. And he's, he's, a, he's, he's a child. He'll never grow up. He's a Peter Pan of, of uh, street toughs. Yeah. Of organized crime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, that's what. What, uh, what didn't start the fire this week? Um, it's a fellow by the name of Bertie Getz. Bertie Getz. They lump him in with AIDS and crack. With two or we did AIDS last week. Two AIDS and crack are just not. Uh, I just want to pause and say for a minute. I noticed. I noticed that you, uh, you, yeah. you did a little Google. You, you're doing a little bit of research over on yeah. your on your computer yeah, over there. Gets. And you, you typed in Birdie Gets, as did in you, did you say Bernie, or did you say Bernie? Bernie his name is Bernie Gets. Oh, I thought you were saying Birdie Gets. No, 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 no. He might. He, he may have been a Birdie fellow. Uh, I I won't dispute that. 
But do you know how to do any background on this guy? Anything about old Bernie Getz? Yeah. He, uh, he used to wear spectacles. Uh, he's about 69 years like old. He was involved in some type of, of um, unpleasantness in the New York so subway system. So there's a couple viewpoints. There's a, it's, it's, it's called the, the, the incident at hand is called the 1984 New York City subway shooting. Oh, boy. The name did not left anything to, to be desired. No. <laughs> Description. Um, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what it went. Uh, if I had to guess, it went down on the New York subway. You said that there's some type of dichotomy going on here. This sounds to yes. me like, kind of like a so. Um, what happened was Getz surrendered to police nine. So what happened was he shot four alleged muggers on the train on the subway. Oh. Fired five shots and seriously Vigilante and story. seriously wounded all four men. Didn't kill any of them. Didn't kill any of them. Uh-huh. So he, he knows to not to shoot fatal rip- shots. Yeah, he's clearly a mar- clearly knows what he's doing. Yeah, flesh wound, flesh wound, flesh wound, flesh wound. Boom, 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 boom. boom. He fired five shots, so he only missed one shot. You know, that's eighty percent success rate. Not bad. Not a bad batting average. No. You know, let's say he's in the major leagues. He's not. He's right. not a guy who hangs around in AAA until he's twenty eight, twenty nine, and then gets a call up and then hurts his knee, and then he's done. And then he's done. You know, he's not one of those guys. No, he's well quite, quite established. The quite. Right? He's in. He's got the batting, batting title sewn up yeah. this year. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, third base is kind of. I mean, it's a small sample size, but yeah. still, still. Um, so he was surrendered to police nine days after the shooting. Was eventually charged with attempted murder, assault, reckless endangerment, and several firearm offenses. Didn't have his stuff registered. Ooh. Big mistake. Classic um, vigilante play. Though. He left one of them in a wheelchair, paraplegic it seems, and brain damaged. Oh, like I'm Gets, gonna cry for the mugger. He he took him. He took him to court for it. Tort law. Ever heard of it? A little legal term. It sounds like kangaroo court. Uh, <laughs> similar to kangaroo court. Um. And gets had to pay him forty three mil. I don't. I didn't know. I didn't know. Where does he I get that kind of cool? Yeah, yeah. Hey, little he? known fact about Getz is he's made of money. He's like a yeah. Bruce, he's just like Bruce Wayne. And more. Not only is he a vigilante, but he's a, no. So this is my next thing. I wanted. To, boy. I this started a nationwide debate about crime. Blah 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 blah. Self defense. All this. All this Gun, hoopla. It's just nothing that's relevant. To just that. what what you could describe only as hoopla. It sounds like a bit of hoopla. <laughs> but this is the best part. This is what I was really excited about. This story. Oh, cool. Is gets all. It was also dubbed the subway vigilante by the press. Oh, I called that. I would have. I thought uh, maybe a better name would be like. The underground, uh, the underground uh, killer, or something yeah. like that. You know, underground, underground. Uh, well, actually, no, he couldn't be underground killer. He didn't kill anyone. The underground maimer. Uh, the <laughs> 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 you maimed him. Oh no, he did maim one of them yeah, at yeah. least. Yeah. So underground maimer wouldn't be so bad. What about the tame maimer? Because like he's kind of a good guy, sort of meme, but like. He's also a so. Hey, I'm gonna, He's also still maiming people. I'm going to read this little. This seems crucial. This is a Times Magazine theory. Getz said one of the boys made gestures that implied he had a weapon. He rose and partly unzipped his jacket where the revolver was concealed oh, the and boat. plotted his pattern of fire for shooting them. He said, oh. "Canty, you know that's what, that's, he, what that's he had like said." Clint Eastwood and Grant Torino ask move. He asked Canty, plotting the, yeah. plotting the fire with the fake gun." He asked Canty what he had said, and he repeated his statement. At this, Getz unzipping his jacket and the rest of the way, drew the gun, shot Canty, hitting him in the center of his body, and then turned to shoot Allen, who had tried to flee, hitting him in the back. This guy's ruthless. He had shot him in the back, and then shot Ramser, wounding him in the chest and arm, and then mm. shot again at Cabby, but may have missed. According to Getz, he then approached Cabby, and shot him on the ground. <laughs> execution, execution style. Does it Exe- say that? No, it doesn't. Oh, but that is. You can re- yeah, it was yeah. implied. I can reread between right, the lines. Right. Okay. <laughs> Nothing gets us excited <laughs> yeah. like, a, like execution style murder. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he attempted missed. Murder. Attempted murder. Yeah. <laughs> execution style attempted murder. Maybe it was just like a, yeah. He was just however, scared. I'm putting the fear of God. In however, him. another witness disputed that gets shot Cappy execution style. Oh. It, no, he's, he, he, he disputed that he shot him at all, but I wanted to throw in the execution stuff. Sure. You know, gussy it up a bit. Um, so this guy, the subway vigilante. So I think is, is I think it's York, pretty cut and dry. New York, a guy, New York or New York? Or New York Zero. Z- <laughs> yeah. 
Because <laughs> he didn't kill anyone. Yeah, his kill count. At least if, kill count if he had zero. killed someone, we could have at least said, is he New York hero or New York like Murderer. killer? Yeah. You know, so I've, what, I've killed as many guys as this guy. So what do you what do you uh, what, what do you think about this guy? Uh, Where some, do you err on the on thing. this I mean, on this spectrum of of, of of hero to to zero? Oh, I'm a sucker for on a scale a, of zero to hero. I'm a sucker for a vigilante, especially unregistered. But you know what? One could say if the gun laws were more lax in in the an apple, you wouldn't have to have illegal firearms. In Texas, he would have been able to to mow these guys down, and they'd be they'd be elected a mayor. Uh so <laughs> that's my take. I think. All right, I'll tell you this much. I I I went into the trial. Looks like they they had it was it was people versus uh, Getz was the name of the trial. Yeah. I'll tell you what. He didn't have number. He didn't have the numbers on his side. People seems. Like would I be grouped grouped into that? I wouldn't. I would. I got nothing against this yeah, guy. Yeah. I don't want. Whoa, 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 whoa! Who? The people of New what, York City. That yeah, it's me. Yeah. Put the people and then put a couple of like excluding. Yeah, exactly. The big idea and the big deal and whoever else in and whoever else city was was proud. Of, was proud. Of his yeah. His, his showmanship. Even. I mean, this this harpens back to another young New York vigilante fellow by the name of Travis Bickle. You know this guy? Ah, oh, of course I know Bickle. Played by Bobby De Niro in the the classic New York noir directed by Scorsese. <laughs> I think it's more, it's more of a New York neo noir. Yeah, sure. You could, <laughs> I could you could say that. And what does Bickle do? He uh he's he's a little bit of an unsavory character himself. He meets a girl, he takes her to a porno film. But you know what? At the end of the day, he guns down a a uh pimp that's trying to keep a young a young a very very young uh what's what's her name she's in hannibal she's in silence of the lambs never seen it oh fuck we just saw somebody do an impression of her uh i don't know could forget be anyone it. yeah forget <laughs> it. um it'll come to me but anyway travis bickle he's loved he's okay he's you talking to me one of the most quoted lines ever you talking to me i don't see anyone else here all right, so let's that's get it. Prob- that's probably what, uh, this, what old birdies. I like how they brought in the grand jury. You know, I'm a big fan of grand jury indictments. I don't know. I think the grand juries are a little bit grandiose. Yeah, a bit gaudy. Yeah. They're the gaudiest of all juries. Yeah. But uh, so here's what happened in the criminal trial. Um, he was defended by a fellow named Slotnick, Barry Slotnick. That sounds is a, like a slick. A, a that does, like that, a that sounds like a, a bus stop lawyer. Okay, sounds like a fast. A, okay, a fast talking New York slickster is what it sounds fast like. Fast talking, get your client walking type of lawyer. He was arguing self defense, so he was tried before a mainly. Uh, so I didn't really. There was some racial issues in this uh, thing. That was kind of like one of the issues. I didn't really realize this because they keep harping on. Mainly white Manhattan jury, six of whom had been victims of street crime. He was acquitted of attempted murder and first degree assault charges, and convicted of criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree. He only he got six months in jail, year of psych treatment, year of seeing the old shrink, five years probe, and uh, two hundred community service hours, 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 <laughs> and uh, five five thousand dollar fine. Um, so all in all, I and mean, he served eight months, I guess, because he's bad boy in jail. They tacked on a couple extra. Oh be, yeah, he, he got six, served eight. Yeah, that is badass. He was probably running his mouth. He's probably running his mouth a little bit. Yeah, like he had he he he, he was like people. He was a high profile case. He's probably what do you what do you expect? Yeah. People are picking on him. People exactly. <laughs> people are always <laughs> picking on him in jail. He's probably coming to the aid of lesser equipped. Inmates, and but you know what that's going to do? It's going to get you involved in the prison drama. And once that happens, you're liable to get at least two months. So on. then they raised another case, civil trial, which is diff- apparently different, and, and the race was the dominant race was dominant theme there. And this is a little um, little thing. Uh, it says a little fact gets admitted to previous use of racial language and. And smoking li- marijuana laced with PCP in the 1980s. I didn't know this guy got wet. <laughs> Wait, you tell me this guy likes to get wet? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Oh. I didn't realize we were dealing with a guy who likes to get wet. Okay. I mean, 
This guy's toking up on. He's a he's a he's a dust dissociative. He's a he's a dust dissociative narcotic. <laughs> he's a dust fiend, bro. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, it's a dust head. Exactly. You know, but I mean, why admit to those things? And I not wonder, the kind I that like, and not like, the kind that like goes to Burning Man, like, oh no, yeah, let's do no, a little no. dust. Like he's in the urban <laughs> jungle <Burning> doing <laughs> doing dust. Not the kind of guys are Burning Man in order to get through his day. <laughs> the guys are going to Burning Man, burning down that figure, creating types of ash, and then referring to it colloquially as, <laughs> as dust. Or a stockbroker who's trying to, who's just trying to make a name for himself in the big New York City scene and relying on his his quote unquote dust for yeah. a little boost. He's using legitimate angel dust, and, so, and then he's and then apparently he's going on racial tirades after. So he's, that, he's smoking up, and then. And then lashing out, <laughs> yeah. smoking up and lashing out. I mean, he was portrayed as a racial aggressor, it says. Uh, and his argument was he reacted in fear against being crime. robbed and beaten. Pretty so crime, though. So he, uh, he dodged that bullet. KB, no pun intended. KB, one of the guys, he was the guy who had to pay, 40, pay out 43 mil. 18 was allocated for pain and suffering. 25 in punitive damages. Classic tort law. Out of... Out of his pocket, out of Bernie's pocket, though. Right out of pocket. He paid out of pocket for it. Day of. <laughs> exact change. <laughs> oh man. Well, at least he did that. I guess. I don't know. I mean, where do you lie on this guy? What do you? What do? What are your knee-jerk reactions about um, Subway Vigo? I thought. I thought he was. Uh, I thought. He, I mean, if he was gonna. I just think he's – is he – the question is, is he a marksman or is he a lack thereof? I'd say marksman. He didn't kill any of those guys. Yeah, and with a four – he went four for five. Exactly. So if he was a marksman, I have to side with him because he could have if, – if he could have killed him. Right. Chose not to. Exactly. He's like, this is how I know how to defend myself. This is what I, I'm going to go flesh wound, flesh wound, flesh wound, flesh yeah. wound. This is the easiest. Way. I got my piece. What am I? What's the point of me having this piece if I'm not going to use it? I right. paid for it. I paid good money for it. I got it on the black market. It's not registered. Exactly. You know. Plus the one that he quote unquote extra missed. incentive to use it is because it's not re- registered. Right. You paid pre. You paid a premium. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You're not paying those registration fees. No. You pay a premium. When yeah. <laughs> you, when you duck those fees, you're paying a premium. I mean, the price goes up. You better believe it. I mean, this guy would have never passed his gun test. He's he's, he's gonna no. He's got his. He's got a history. He's, he's got a history. He's got a history of PCP and racial yeah. language. He's gonna. Piss you think this guy's? You think this guy's gonna, gonna be granted test. a drug a, a, a gun license in New York City? Are you kidding me? New York City's tough on guns. You think this guy can go without getting wet for a week to pass that drug test? No urine screen. Think again. Fuck no. Fuck no. So that's where I stand on him. Cool, cool, cool. So I just, it's just like in that situation, that's what he he thought. The it was decision. It was it was a, it was a snap decision, and that's what he went with. Right. Exactly. Hey, a knee jerk reaction that ended up taking out some knees. The, the, the guy's knees were jerks. <laughs> I mean, we know he made a guy paraplegic. Do you? It was. Would you think that was a bit of an homage to organized crime going kneecap? I assume yeah. he went kneecap. Most painful place to get shot. Well, hey, yeah. One of the most painful places. Hey. One of the three most painful Quickest places to get shot. Quickest way to a wheelchair. Quickest way to the wheelchair. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone knows the kneecap's one of the most painful places to get shot. Oh, I hope you got a good orthopedist, buddy. <laughs> hey, there goes Kaj Saka. Hey, hey, I hope you got a good orthopedist there. I hope you got a good... Because you're going to need it. hope you got a good ortho guy. All right, well, I think that can pretty much wrap up this week. Hey, don't forget to call. Yeah, call on what's uh, the number is. Uh, get that number going again. Hold on, let me get the number. In the meantime, follow us at Twitter at Who Died Podcast. That's podcast with a K for, for the E's. <laughs> for the E's. For their mem- memory E's. And the number is 201-890-3433. Give us a, a good topic or a, or a question. Anything, really. Anything we can ramble on, we'll talk about. We especially want to hear from the South Car- Carolinians. If you have any advice you need that a man can answer. Maybe an update on the Gamecocks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Shout out to South Kakalaki. <laughs> Outside of the, the coasts, our hottest, our hottest hotbed of fans. So, hey, boys, we, we recognize and Cheer- real, real recognizes real. Cheers to the ACC. 
Amen. The greatest conference in the land. You got that right, buddy. 